0: Good morning. I'm so glad that you are here with me this morning. Well, this is the third day of Chinese New Year. And so, blessed Chinese New Year to all of you. Gong Xi gong And guess what? Today is also a spe- very special day. It is Valentine's Day. All right, so husband, get the cue, get something nice and sweet for your wife. All right. Uh, It's such an honour this morning to be able to share the Word of God with you. Now, I want to ask you this question. Which Bible character comes to your mind when you hear the following description? Rugged, reckless, narrow-minded, rash, intolerant, bold, now, quickly type in the chat, who is the first Bible character that pops into your head? Well, some of you may be typing in King David, some may say it is Peter, some may say Paul. But, church, guess what? These qualities actually describe the Apostle John, the disciple whom Jesus loved. I know. It's such a shocker, right? But you see, that's the reason why Jesus gave him this title, Son of Thunder. Jesus knew who he was working with, a rough charcoal. Now this morning, let us find out, you know, how did this rough charcoal got transformed? In from a son of thunder and to become the apostle of love. I'm sure all of us can relate to this because we, you and I, we are all work in progress. Amen. So I pray that this morning that we all can learn from apostle John so that we too can become an apostle of love for the glory of God. Amen. So, Now, I will be sharing from Ezekiel 47, verse 1 to 12, but I won't be reading the entire passage right now. I will be reading a portion of it as we go along uh, the sermon. All right? Now, let's read uh, verse 1 to 5. Okay? In my vision, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There I saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right of the altar on his south side. The man brought me outside the wall through the north gateway and led me around the eastern entrance. There, I could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gateway. Measuring as he went, he took me along the stream for 1,750 feet, and then led me across. The water was up to my ankles. He measured off another 1,750 feet and led me across again. This time, the water was up to my knees. After another 1,750 feet, it was up to my waist. Then he measured another 1,750 feet And the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in, but too deep to walk through. Now let's pray this morning before I continue. Father, we pray, Father God, even as we read your word, Lord, even as I bring out, Lord, your truth from this passage, Lord, I pray, let your word begin to speak to all of us. May your truth begin to transform us. We thank you. We ask all this. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what was the man and Ezekiel uh, doing in this passage? Now, obviously, they are not just, you know, aimlessly taking a stroll by the river. The man was very specific and intentional. You know why? Because every time he, when he's taking uh, Ezekiel along with him uh, on the river, he will measure off 1,750 feet. And he will do that over and over again. And then after that, he will, at every point, he will lead Ezekiel to walk across the river. They were walking along the river 1,750 feet progressively. Now, as for Ezekiel, he was not just following the man blindly as well. Ezekiel get to walk across the river and enjoy the river at the different depths, progressing from ankle deep to knee deep and from knee deep to waist deep and from waist deep all the way, you know, finally to a point where it's too deep even for him to cross over. Now we can see that there's this keyword that's jumping out from this passage and the keyword is progressive. And I want all of us to focus on this keyword this morning, progressive. Now, like many things in life, uh, they work in a progressive manner as well. For instance, our spiritual walk. Now, you are not where you are five years ago. Yeah, It takes you the, the, to go through the different ups and downs to exercise your faith, to trust in God over and over again. And progressively, God takes you from point A and to mature to point B where you are today. And for those of you who likes to bake, you can't expect, you know, to put every ingredient into the bowl and suddenly a cake will just show up. You got to follow the steps. You got to add in the ingredient one by one. Progressively until you reach the final product. Now, for those who, of you who likes to read, you will never know the, the, the end, the story at the end if you don't read one page at a time progressively, right? Now, there's another big word. Yeah. And this is sanctification. Now, Paul talks about this in Philippians chapter two. He encouraged us to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. You know why? Because sanctification is a process. It is a process that should be uh, going on progressively, all right, as we abide in God. So similarly, John's transformation was found in his progressive encounter with God. So now, let's take a closer look at three of John's encounter with the Lord that surely has transformed him to be the apostle of love. Encounter number one, that is found in Mark chapter nine from verse 33 to verse 35. And it says, after they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, what were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the 12 disciples over to him and said, whoever wants to be the first must take the last place and be the servant of everyone else. Well, truly in this encounter, we can see why Jesus called John the son of thunder, right? What a rough chuckle still, Right? Right here, he is having he is such a reckless uh and narrow-minded disciple, then. Right, he is loving God with an ulterior motive. Probably he would he, he is loving other people and his neighbor with an ulterior motive as well, because all he wanted was to be the greatest. Alright. Now, encounter number two that is found in Mark chapter 10. Verse 35 to 37. Then James and John, the the sons of Zebedee, which is sons of thunder, came over and spoke to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do us a favor. What is your request? He asked. They replied, when you sit on your glorious throne, we want to sit in places of honor next to you. One on your right, and the other on your left. Wow. Wow. What a bold and demanding favour, right? But you see, that's the reason why Jesus named him Son of Thunder. He is so bold. He is so, so reckless. And he is so, so, um, what's the word? So rash in asking this favour from God. But you see, this encounter was necessary to teach him and to transform John so that he is one step closer in becoming who God wants him to be. Now, the last encounter that is found in John chapter 9, verse 51 to 55. As the time drew near for him to ascend to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem he sent messengers ahead to a Samaritan village to prepare for his arrival. But the people of the village did not welcome Jesus because he was on his way to Jerusalem. When James and John saw this, they say to Jesus, Lord, should we call down fire from heaven to burn them up? But Jesus turned and rebuilt them. Well, can you believe it? The apostle of love is calling down fire from heaven to burn them up. I know, right? John might still be a rough charcoal, but he is definitely, he's definitely, yeah, working his way progressively in becoming the apostle of love that God has intended it to be. Now, through many encounters, with the Lord, the perfect teacher. The son of thunder was progressively being transformed to be the apostle of love. And I like how John MacArthur uh, says it this way. In loving John, Jesus transformed him into a different man. A man who modeled the same kind of love Jesus had shown him. This is the place where we want to be. I believe this is this is the, the person or the state that we ought to arrive at. And I'm praying that today, you and I, as we abide in God, as we allow God to rebuild us, teach us and transform us, that we will one day become the apostle of love so that we can influence and impact the world for His glory. Amen. So now, would you type in your chat and say, God, I want to be transformed. All right. Type in the chat right now and make that your prayer this morning. And so church, how did Ezekiel know the depths of the river? Can you type it in? The chat. How did Ezekiel Know the depths of the river. Well, this is not a trick question. Well, when you read verse 3 to 5 again, it is clearly stated that the reason Ezekiel is aware of the depths of the river, it was because the man led him across. Now, Ezekiel could just enjoy his walk along the river and being totally mesmerized by the beauty surrounding him. But he will not know the beauty of the river unless and until he steps right into it. Now, whether Ezekiel was walking across the river at ankle deep or waist deep, he definitely had a very different, yet unique experience in the river. This different but unique encounters could only take place because Ezekiel was willing to allow the man to lead him across the river. While three years ago, I was at a very dark place where I totally lost my faith in God And I begin to question the call of God in my life. I will say that I was stuck at the river bank for a long, long time. I know who God is. I know what He can do for me. But yet at that point, I was so discouraged I was so, so, so fearful to even want to walk into the river at that point. But you know what, church? I thank God because He never gave up on me. In fact, He sent so many different people into my life to lead me to walk across the river once again. I still remember at that point, I was only comfortable to walk across the river at my ankle deep. But I was so glad. I was so glad that God met me right there. Even at such a sweat low level. So church, I want to encourage you. Regardless of where you are today, God wants to meet with you. God wants you to encounter Him. And no matter where you are, you could be, today you could be at your ankle deep, you can be at your knee deep, you can be at waist deep. It doesn't matter. God just wants to meet you where you are at. And that's how amazing our God is, because He's not here to condemn us. He's not us to, to, to punish and penalize us, but He's here to love us. So I want, to, I want to encourage you, regardless of where you are in your walk with the Lord, no matter what's going on in your life, because of this pandemic, all it takes is for you to say, God, I'm willing to step into the river at whichever depth, God is gonna come to where you are and to meet with you right there. Amen. That's why today I am convicted and I'm committed to lead many more to walk across the river in order that they may encounter God. So this morning, church, would you join me to be an apostle of love and lead others to encounter God as well? So right now, if you say, count me in, I want you to quickly type in the chat and say, God, count me in. Amen. Now, there are three ways that we can be led into the river of God. Firstly, of course, is God himself. But you may be asking, Pastor Danny, well, I know God can lead me into the river, but how? Is there a more substantial and practical way? Of course there is. Well, we can encounter God through the reading of His Word. And I pray that you, you are joining all of us here on the Bible reading plan. Because I know when we spend time reading the Word of God, there will be moments that He's going to lead us into the river to meet with Him. Amen. So I encourage you to continue to press on in reading that's Of course, secondly, through serving, through giving, through prayer, through CG, through equipping classes. Yeah, because you know why? Uh, we have praise report that a soul was saved even in our equipping classes. So you see, God can show up anywhere even by attending and equipping classes. God can show up and God can still lead someone into the river of God and begin to transform this person. So we want to praise God for this salvation that took place in our equipping classes. And of course, through all the leaders in our church and in our connect groups, amen. Now, I want to share with you that I have this youth uh, she, she's supposed to go, uh, she's supposed to enter Form 4 this year. But you see, due to MCO last year, uh, she, she can't sit for her PT3 exam. And so therefore, uh, the teacher told her that she will be assigned to the class this year, uh, Form 4, based on her result in Form 2. And she panicked at that point when, she, when she heard that news, because you know why? She said, oh, I, I did badly in Form 2. The school cannot use the result of Form 2 and begin to determine the, the, the stream, whether I should go sign stream or ask stream in Form 4. And so at that point, oh, she began to text her CG leaders and her CG leaders begin to, to forward her, her message to us. And, and lo and behold, the entire leadership of the youth church began to pray for her. And guess what? The big day comes. And when she go to the school, she was looking for her name. She was like, you know, maybe my name will be, will be found in art stream. But guess what? A miracle took place. Her name was found in science stream. And she thought, Hey, based on my result, I probably will end up in, you know, one of the not so good science classes. But guess what? She ended up in the top three science classes. Wow. Wow. So after that, I interviewed her. I asked her, how did you feel? And she immediately, she said this. Her faith in the Lord. Oh, went skyrocketed. Wow, her faith in God exploded. Because you know why? She met God she encountered God in this situation. So you see, just like what Pastor Vincent have talked about last week. You know, encounter with the Lord doesn't have to be, the, the, the you know, supernatural with uh, with thunder, with lightning, with fire and brimstone. Well, many times the encounter with the Lord do not happen that way. All right. It is in all this ordinary situation where we where we can where we are stuck at one point where we do not know how to move on when we begin to trust in the lord when we say god i'm i'm going to allow you to lead me into the river and when when this youth stepped into the river it is at that point she met with god and it is at that point she found her breakthrough it is at that point she found her miracle so church i want to encourage you that this year, let us keep coming to God and say, God, I want to have this heart because I want to keep encountering you. I want to keep walking into the river to meet with you because I know when I meet with you in this river, I will be transformed. Amen. And of course, I want to give a big shout out to the following people. Uh, I want to, I want to give a quick shout out to the leadership of of this church, especially those leaders uh, in CG, in the Connect Groups, especially the zone leaders and all the Connect Group leaders because you guys have done a fantastic job, uh, especially during this pandemic. Really, because of you guys, you have led so many people into the river last year and so many of them had a special encounter with the Lord. Come on, thank you so much for all your work. Thank you so much for all your love for your Connect Group member. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. We really want to thank God for all of you. Amen. Now, I pray that all of us, even though if you may not be a leader of a Connect Group, I want to challenge you. Yeah that you too can be like the volunteers, you know, in the AV team, in the worship team, because, you know, they too did a fantastic job during the pandemic in leading all of us into the river of God. Amen. So I want you to join all of them this year so that we too can lead many more into the river of God so that they will encounter God as well. Amen. So you might be asking, Pastor Danny, what's the big deal about this river that you have been talking all about? Well, let me read uh, this few verses to all of us. Verse 8, it says, The water of this stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. Wow. Verse 9, There will be swarms of living things wherever the water of this river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever this water flows. And verse 12, fruit trees of all all kinds will grow along both sides of the river. The The leaves of these trees will never turn brown and fall and there will always be fruit on their branches. Wow, there will be a new crop every month. For they are watered by the river flowing from the temple. The river will be for food and the leaves for healing. Amen. That's the reason why we need to get into this river over and over again. And if you are at anchor deep, I want to encourage you to move on to knee deep. If you are at knee deep, I want to encourage you so that you can go on to waist deep. If today you are saying, Pastor Danny, I'm already at waist deep. Great. I want to challenge you to move it all the way to so that the river is overflowing in your life. So that, so that you will not lack anything in your life. So that whatever you do shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen? And so, we know that from these three verses, we know there is power in the river. Well, what sort of power? Firstly, this power, that, well, this river has got this transformative power. It is able to transform salty water in the Dead Sea and to make it fresh and pure. Now, if you have been to Dead Sea, well, it is so salty. It is sixteen times saltier than the regular uh, sea water. How can it be even possible to turn this salty water in, in, into a fresh water again? Well. That is the power of this river. Because this is not any other river. This is the river of God. It has, it has the transformative power. Secondly, this river has got the life-giving ability. Because, you know, if you do a Google search, there's nothing can come alive in Dead Sea. That's the reason why they call it the Dead Sea because everything in that sea is dead. But you see, we read in the in the verses earlier that when the river of God, when this river touches Dead Sea, things will be transformed. Fish will be abound. Wow, in Dead Sea. It's truly amazing. So that's the reason why we need to get into the river over and over again. And it is the very reason we want more. We want more. We want all our loved ones that are yet to know the power of God, the power of its love to step into this river of God. Because when they step right into the river of God, that's when they will find this new life. When they step into this river, they will begin to find the breakthrough they're looking for. They will find the miracle. They will find the transformation they are looking for because this river is like is unlike any other. It is This river is not the regular ri- river that you and I have come across. This river is unmatched. It has got no rival. This river is above all other rivers. This is the river of God that is flowing from the throne room of God. I know, you may be asking, but Pastor Danny, this vision has not come to pass yet. I know. Well, that is the beauty of it. While we are still waiting for this vision to come to pass, one thing is certain, that we know that God is still at work as He is working in and through our lives right now. Amen. And so therefore, no matter where you are in the river today, know that the moment you walk across it, whether at ankle deep, knee deep or waist deep, the same power of this river is going to transform you. Amen. And so I believe this, this is the encounter that the Apostle John had over and over again. That's the reason why when he continued to step into this river, John is, uh, the Apostle John is allowing the thunder in his life, his weaknesses, all his personalities that do not, that do not bring glory to the Lord. He was allowing it to be transformed in this river. So likewise, the same can happen to you and I. Now, last week, while I was preparing this sermon, uh, the kids was, they they were at home. And at one point, you know, they were doing so, you know, they were just messing uh, the house up and they were just driving me up the walls. And I was so upset to the point, you know, I, uh, I, I went to my wife and I asked my wife and said, Hey, how would you feel if the kids didn't turn out the way you want them to be since you have showered them with so much love right now? Now, before my wife could answer, I told her how I feel. I said, you know what? I will feel super awful because if I love them so much now, if they didn't turn out the way I want them to be, I'll be super awful. Immediately, my wife replied me, then you are loving them with conditions. Wow. Wow. At that point, I was dumbfounded. A pastor loving his own kids with condition? Yep. Yeah. I realise that I need help in this area. Though I may be a pastor, but I realise that I need to step into this river over and over again. As much as I want God to change me, but change will not take place overnight. I need to encounter Him so that God can transform me progressively. Because you know why? After all, I am still a work in progress. The same power that transformed the Apostle John into the apostle of love is working in you today as well. And all we need to do is allow God and allow the different people that He sent into our life to lead us so that we can walk into the river over and over again, so that we are one step closer in becoming the apostle of love for His glory. Amen. Let's reach out to God's unconditional and transformative love this morning, will you? Let's pray. Father, we thank you The Lord, we know that we are a work in progress. But, Lord, we take great joy knowing that, Lord, you are at work in and through us. And so, Lord, we thank you The Lord, as long as we are willing to allow you to lead us, Lord, we are willing to step into the river over and over again in order that we may encounter You. So that, Lord, every encounter will will, will take us a step closer in becoming who You want us to be. So that every encounter will change us, will transform us to be the apostle of love. And so, Lord, we pray that this year, this year, Lord, May we encounter You, Lord, over and over again. Lord, some of us, we may be at ankle deep. Lord, this morning, we are saying, Lord, we want more. Some of us, Lord, we could be at knee deep. Lord, we are saying to You, Lord, this morning, we want more. Lord, some of us, we could be at waist deep. Lord, this morning, we are asking You, Lord, we want more. So Lord, take us deeper. This morning, Lord, take us deeper. Oh, so that, Lord, we can encounter you over and over again, Lord. This is our prayer. So that, Lord, you, just as you have transformed Apostle John, Lord, you can transform us, Lord. So that, Lord, we can be your agent. So that we can be your apostle of love for the world around us. Oh, Lord, we thank you. So Lord, we pray that you will continue to use us. That truly, Father God, that this year is the year of encounter. May this, may this theme come to pass in and through our lives, Father God. We thank you. We pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus and all the people of God say, Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful celebration with your family.